This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The Angle on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Everybody to the Raw Review, man. I am Vince Russo. I am here with Four Hour Raw coming soon. Stevie Richards and Environmental Nukes, the great Ben Hockmean. We are going to break down yesterday's uh, episode of uh, Monday Night Raw. What is going on, gentlemen? Anybody? <laughs> uh, we're just uh, shooting the shit uh, at the home gym. Might uh, pull out uh, the nine and get crazy and uh, shoot your shot here, man. But, uh, yeah, I was watching uh, some Greta Thunberg. It's got to be AI generated. And she was <laughs> she was putting over that if we're going to fight these wars, we have to fight these like and, and kill and murder people and nuke them. We need to do it with weapons that uh are environmentally sound like e-tanks oh and biodegradable weapons <laughs> biodegradable missiles uh, i don't know if it's ai or not but it popped me this morning because it, it, we as humans are that stupid to say that kind of shit so uh, i'm glad to talk about terrible wrestling what an awful show last night was but uh, nobody i'd rather be with than you guys good morning uh stevie please don't tell me you know something we don't and and the four-hour roar is a big <laughs> joke Please tell me that. Well, that's where the synergy and the flywheel come in. The extra hour, <laughs> hour four, hour five will be flywheel. Hour four is synergy. Hey, by the way, there's Greta Thunberg watching Star Trek to Wrath of Khan at the end where they fire the, the, the torpedo into the planet and terraform it. Yeah, you want those? those she wants that too. Yeah. That's, that's where we're going with it. Yeah, like, oh, I'm so happy to be incinerated by a, a smart weapon that was <laughs> made out of old plastic bottles. Like, just the, the insanity of it all. We can talk about on Master Shoot how uh, yeah. all of a sudden there's no diesel or gas shortage now that the tanks need fuel. Everything is yeah. Is yeah let, let's 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 definitely uh, let's definitely talk about that. However, I want to start off this show this way, mm. courtesy of my friend, the good Doctor Chris Featherstone of Sports Kita, because we do a little show after Raw on Monday night. The last two weeks, we saw uh, Cody Rhodes and um, Jey Uso drop the tag team titles, which which didn't make any sense to anybody. They only had those belts for two weeks, so what was the point? And then last night, uh, we saw Jey Uso, you know, lose 
in the main event to Damian Priest. Now, the way the WWE does business, we got a couple of things going on here, guys. This is like a double conspiracy thing. It's a double. Because Chris pointed out, Vince, could this be a punishment to J.U. so based on that press conference? Remember, guys, the, 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 the scrum, he was lit. Remember that? And I said, well... Definitely 100% if Vince McMahon was in the saddle because it would be very, very tough for Triple H because Triple H was one of the boys. Triple H has made mistakes like that in the past. For Triple H to punish another talent like that, that um, that, that, that would be tough. But then I caught myself and I said, if this is true, this would definitely be a Vince McMahon move. So now the question is, is Vince still doing the same duties? But but Ari Emanuel wants people to think, oh, Vince has nothing to do with this program anymore because, again, bro, anything with Vince McMahon this, these days is not good PR. We don't know what's coming down the pipe uh, with the federal government. So could this possibly be, this is a two-part of A, that Jay was indeed punished, and B, that Vince is still calling the shots, but Ari wants it to look like to the general public, oh no, bro. We Vince is not, not has nothing to do with anything anymore. It's all Triple H. What do you think, Stevie? Well, I think I think Hunter would punish him just as easily, if not easier, than Vince, because Vince is like the boys will be boys type of thing. I've seen that a lot with that. He seems to be a little bit more forgiving if the talent is drawing money. Uh, Hunter, I think, would want to kind of control that since he mentors the younger talent in NXT to make an example out of Jey Uso. That's the way I would look at it. The UFC portion, the Ari Manuel, the, the, the UFC Endeavor, they let their guys kind of run rampant too. So I can't, I can't quite put my finger except maybe on a Triple H to make an example for the younger talent. That's just my, my look at it. Yeah. But what I do, do agree think? he's getting – I do agree it looks like the timing that he is getting punished for that press conference. Yeah. What do you think, Ben, as you look at this? Yeah, it's an interesting point you bring up with the double conspiracy drop, uh, and I think you definitely could be on that right path. I don't think Ari Emanuel's in on it with Vince, like we're going to make it look like you're not, but you do your thing. I think we're back to the deep state when Vince got canceled and it's the creative team within the creative team, you know, the mystery wrapped inside on Enigma, and they kayfabe Ari. Meanwhile, <clears throat> they're trying to distance themselves, but I hear things on SmackDown. It was a cathartic battle. Like, <laughs> you know it. You know what's going on, man. So was that punishment for them being uh, lit at the scrum? Uh, probably and possibly, but that still doesn't explain the other, <laughs> the rest of the show that was done. Is everybody got heat then? I don't know because uh, none of these segments were really designed to get anybody over, but I think they were, they're trying to work Ari the same way that they try and work network executives. They'll tell them one thing and do the exact Man, I, opposite. Uh, 
Man, I w- I, w- I I don't know Ari at all, but I would I would want to believe he's a little bit more intelligent than that. The, you know, I, oh, I think he's way more devious and divisive, bro. Like yeah. he's the Rock's manager. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. you know, like and then Khan is Nick Khan is the Rock's friend, and are the Rock and Nick Khan gonna make a move together? And you wouldn't f over the Usos and uh the big dog you know what i mean so it's strange in a power play and triple h isn't on the board of directors right so he's kind of got to just do what's inside his own smaller flywheel i guess (laughs) but uh does that mean staying loyal to vince and keeping those guys at bay you know what i mean like not making sure they're not too over to, to have that power struggle. So it's interesting uh, what you put up there for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow up on that because that's an interesting dynamic that most people well, they might know about it by this point. The, the heat between Hunter and Rock, the jealousy from Hunter yeah. to Rock, and maybe because you just mentioned Rock is, is pretty tight with Ari, pretty tight with Nick Khan, which leads me to believe that he, just like Nia Jax, that – the punishment or the the leeway for Jay will be much more than any other talent. But then Triple H to get back at the rock with a little political thing could punish Jay just because it's a little F you to the rock. And you, you make a great point about Vince and Hunter, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So now right. all the stuff in the past, now they come back together. And Nick, have- Nick Khan was the trusted Iceman for Vince, but now he's boys with The Rock and Ari in that way. So will he be the one to be the power shift to actually push the McMahons to the side, take that over? But Triple H needs to stay loyal in that. So now is he the pivot point of there's two camps and somebody's the Benedict Arnold? Right. Yeah, and I'm going to this should be I'm, the show. I'm yeah. going to lay another layer to that when you talk about uh Triple H's heat with Rock and now is it being passed along to JU so bro there's a lot of meat on that bone Stevie because looking at Nia Jax's promo last night mm-hmm. she was definitely set up by somebody bro yeah. that was yep what what word did I write down painful I I wrote down that was atrocious absolutely atrocious yeah, that was that killing. was middle school acting bro like yeah. and 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 the way it was set up there was no way to deliver that to get it over she wow. went from killing everybody with her moves to killing her own career with that promo that was excruciating one other thing i want to talk about guys because it's useless to go through this show so you know bit by bit you know guys again you know we we have to we have to look at we are up against a game seven and the San Francisco 49 is one of the mm. best teams in the NFL. That that's who we're head to head against. Not last night they weren't. Yeah. Well, yeah, they weren't. So we are opening up, you know, with and I'm not I'm not going through the show. I some things I want to point out. Uh you know, just the in- inconsistencies, the um lack of continuity. We open up with Judgment Day and Cody Rhodes. I've seen this a million times before, man. And, you know, now all of a sudden, bro, he, he here's J.D. McDonough when he was nowhere to be found last week. No explanation, no nothing, just nowhere to be found. Here's J.D. McDonough. But the first thing that really stood out to me was, bro, first of all, well, that's they, what I was like. Sorry, I, I hate to jump in. I was I go, Vince is going to be excited. JD McDonough's kicking JD off. JD McDonough show. was back. <laughs> Bro, they are 
they are overexposing Rhea Ripley to a level of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And bro, I got to be honest with you, and Ben, please, you are the uh, you are the uh, celebrated actor on this show. Bro, I got to be honest with you. She is all over this show. They keep going to the Rhea Ripley well. She's trying to recruit recruit everybody in their brother. And, bro, she's not that good on the mic, Finn. I mean, she really, she, you know, they're, they're using her like she's a Lawrence Olivier. Bro, she needs a lot of work. Just because you're over with the crowd because of what you did in the ring doesn't mean now you can carry the scene and the scene work, right? And that's definitely not – it relies on her because she should be sharpening her swords acting-wise if she knows this is, is stepping up and now she's got to deliver and should be watching her performances with a her own critical eye. But <laughs> I also just saw a thing with Nia. She said getting fired was the best thing for me because – inside this you live inside a bubble and you can't see the reality of what it is till you're on the outside and this could be that you know she's main evented and she's got the belt and now like charlotte's kind of the same way on some of the stuff like you can't see how ridiculous the acting you're doing is or how you're not facilitating the show in the right way and then they're not writing up to any standard you know there's a a trope that it's hard to write for women and i say go watch kill bill because that's an easy (laughs) you know to to take from that of how to empower women characters so um especially ones that are supposed to be warriors so it just comes off of like all this extra makeup and supposed to be goth but then you're going glad handing you know what i mean it doesn't the people should be coming to her if she's the power player if she runs if they run the show that that doesn't look like they're running the show at all to me. So yeah, Stevie, this is usually Ben's opportunity to really peel back the curtain and give a, a take. And I know he thinks about this in the back of his mind. Remember the Alexa Bliss thing? Why she was pushed so hard? Because one of the writers had a crush on her. Oh yeah, that's mm. that was a fact. who has that a crush on Rhea Ripley. That's because uh. what you're putting out there mm. it goes far beyond just the fact that she's the next china or anything somebody is really sweet on her and somebody is pushing her i agree with that 1000 it might it might be Heyman, for all we know who who knows yeah it might be you know you know but anyway yeah i yeah she's she they they are so overexposing and her. she will end up like charlotte because we talk about it on smackdown when charlotte's not the focus and not going over and not winning titles it's about a 20 percent phone in performance promos especially match she just like paint by numbers and just phoning it in do you do you still stick by that too ben absolutely this week in the main event why they put them there versus genius of the sky she's just like standing there waiting for spots to happen and i'm like you gotta be on that cell the whole time so if it's not her going over strong in the storyline then it's kind of just walking through the dream and that's inside the bubble, you know? And yeah. I felt like that in this main event. What was, I mean, we'll get to it. I don't want to forget the one spot. He like drops down to do the gold dust thing on, on Damian Adams or Damian, Damian, Adams, Damian priest, but he took his shirt off and like hung it on the back of his neck while he just stands there bent over. Like I'm going, what the, f- why are you putting your, a, your sweaty shirt on the back of my neck? Like it means something. And I got to stand here like an idiot 
bent over for three, four Mississippi instead of being on my cell so you can do some dumb spot. Like these are the things in agenting where I'm like, why is this even in here? Are we calling it's this? Show stuff. Yeah, it, show stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, you know, it really takes me out of anything that they're trying to do. Not that I was into it by any means, but you're just hoping for some success through every segment. And almost every segment on this show left me going. <sighs> well, here, 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 here was the next thing that made me laugh, bro. Just, just last week, guys, we had the last man standing match when Nakamura threw the kitchen sink at Seth with his bad back. He's a bump away from his career being over. And then the next day, singing and dancing, coming down the ramp. And in this pro, in, in this promo where Rhea is trying to recruit him, are you really, Stevie, going to go back to the fragile back well? Seriously, after Seth totally killed that last week. And, and if I'm watching that and I'm a writer in that room, I'm saying, well, the bad backstory is, is obviously over. Now they're trying to go back to that after Seth totally no-sold it last week. Well, uh, you know, you may not know, but Ben and myself and a lot of pro wrestlers knows, we all know that when you injure your back, it never stays with you. It's not a nagging injury. It it doesn't doesn't last for a long time. You know, once you win a match, it just cancels everything out and everything's good to go fresh as a daisy. Yeah, uh, what kills me is just like walking into a scene. Like I'm down to walk through the curtain in character, like 20 steps ahead, like or go through the curtain. I'm still in character, you know, to to carry that energy. But like walking into a backstage scene where you're in a hallway, going, ha, 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 ha. dude, are you on mushrooms? Like, what is what's going on with you? Are you on LSD? Like. It's it's so insulting to tell it. You just look, I look at sideburns of my buddy Moody. I'm going, I'm embarrassed to sit here and watch this shit. Yeah, it, bro, can, can you imagine, bro? Look at look at it this way. It, it's this simple, bro. Can you imagine him appearing on one of those late night talk shows in that character? They appeared at the. He appeared at the. Uh, the Espies or whatever down the red carpet doing yeah, this. They, they both oh, look like idiots. They really I'm saying. Bad how did they how did they not think that the average Joe sitting at home who has no idea of who he is is it isn't saying who the frick is this goof? You, uh sorry, I just wanted to uh, no, you're hundred percent right. And while we're talking about them as a the couple, uh this references the triple H punishing Jay Uso stuff, because this goes even back deeper than that. And you've brought this up with her being like wrestling doesn't matter to me anymore da 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 now what is she doing oh you're gonna wrestle all rotten nxt girls who are business exposing level bad not ready for mainstream tv and not only her too yeah yeah exposed her you gotta carry them then you go over on them and then you go start a feud with the other one that nobody knows and how about this how about this girl's name Laya valkyria is that not a rib on Taya Valkyrie? Like, is that not a straight shot of yeah. we took your name? I don't know if this girl, I, I mean, you can check out the NXT review on the Hami Media Group side with Big Ray and the vet, but I don't, I haven't watched Laya Valkyria. She might be a, a good worker, but she's probably just another 
you know, name off the list they come up with. When <laughs> when you change Tyra Valkyrie to Merce or whatever Monet, Frankie Monet, and then she leaves and somebody has heat with you and like, oh, what's her name going to be? Laya Valkyria. Like, <laughs> it's not the things don't run that parallel. No. It sounds like one of the one of the creative people got really drunk and kept trying to pronounce her name. Yeah, like that came out. By the way, I I was trying to figure it out. You guys are talking about. Seth Rollins being the Joker, whichever version of the Joker. Phoenix, yeah. You know who he is? He's he's not the Joker. He's Paul Lynn from Holly from Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Paul Lynn, that's very that's cool. who he acts like. Yeah, yes. he acts yeah. a feminine. Yeah. He acts like yeah. a, you are right. a diva. He doesn't yes. act like the Joker. You are no, all, all he stole all he stole from the Joker was the walking down the steps thing. You know what I mean? The to to get comfortable showing ass and like when you see somebody finally commit to the bit and go, I'm gonna act the fool and and that commitment is what they respond to with the Pavlovian singing. And he might act like Paul Lynn, but to me, he looks like Delta Burke. Like I'm just like, what are you what are you doing, dude? Do you think that he was uh, watching or listening to this or somebody else? Because I swear to God, when he brought the tone down, I was like, he's going to take the sunglasses off. He's going to yeah, take it because that's when you're saying. And I saw him do this and he put his hand. Down. He's like, no, no, everybody. Because it's such a, a cliche trope. That's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, Ben. We go, you know, Becky beats uh, Indy, whoever her name is. That who gives a shit, bro? And then the handshake and the Ly- Lyra Lyra Velcro in the crowd. Oh my God, get the frig! Then then Pia's. But doesn't adore. that doesn't that fit with the punishment angle oh, of what absolutely. you're talking about? Absolutely. Like they like elephant never forgets on that shit. Then I, I as I run down this, I just I swear to God, it's like who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Pierre Zadora attacks uh, Francis LaRue in the back. Who, did we break? Who cares? Do we, we break 16 women on this show? Do we have I, more I, I didn't 16? count. We're close. There, We're it's got to be close. Then, we, then, then, then we're getting the thing with Nick Aldis and Pierce. And, of course, you know, Nick, Nick Aldis is my boy. But now we're trying to generate something here. Bro, you've done nothing with Adam Pierce for five years. I'm going to give a shit about him now. Now, if this guy were built properly over the last five years, maybe – but the fact that he's meant absolutely nothing for five years, oh, bro, now I'm supposed to care about him because Nick Aldis is coming in, stepping on his toes? Come you would have liked the SmackDown incident that set it off. It was it was decent uh, of Aldis flexing, and then to him come hat in hand uh, was was interesting in this. So that like really the only scenes that were even halfway believable to me were Aldis and Pierce in the last uh, you know five hours of WWE TV, and that's all. I, I, I'm like, dude, I'd rather see those guys, you know, actually have a storyline and pay it off in the ring because they can. Yeah. So <laughs> compared to your superstars, I want to see the GMs wrestle more than anybody yeah. else. Then, then here, here's the spot uh, where we have all the women in the ring. I just love how like Rhea Ripley is trying to get over. Mommy is always on top. Like if you smell what the rock is cooking it. And I'm, I'm just watching this and I'm like, yeah, Rhea, I'm going to go on shop zone today and buy that freaking t-shirt. Mommy is oh, who's, who's buying a t-shirt that mommy is always on top. A mommy uh, is, is a Clarence. mommy buying that. Steve? Yeah, 499. Uh, I'm going to get it for you. Uh, December 26th. <laughs> but, the, but the fans react to it. So the fans with the Pavlovian thing, just like I said last week, 
like they're cheering for matches that aren't happening for what they bought a ticket for. Yeah. You know, that's later on, but they cheer for it because they are just conditioned yep. to just react to that stuff. And it's a false positive. Yep. Oh, it's, it's, it's half, half ass too, because you're like, you see all these little kids in the crowd, all this, that we got to keep the show this way, but now we're doing mommy's a dick rider jokes. And then if she's not going to fucking do the reverse cowgirl dance while she does it, you know what I mean? Then we're not getting over the sexuality of it. And it's just some letter Kenny dumbass wordplay on a t-shirt. That's not going to sell. Yep. So either do the hip gyration, be the sexy dominatrix or don't fucking say the shit and keep trying to push it because we got little kids in the crowd. So you're, you're half ass. You're half yeah. pregnant, which Vince always says you can never be as half pregnant. Not with an NDA. You can't, you're getting rid of that fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, then we go, uh, uh, um, oh my God. Imperium, but blah, 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 blah. Uh, Gargo and Vinci Gargo against the uh, Vinci. Um, he doesn't even want to take the energy to say all the syllables. For you guys, an Italian pride match, Gargano and Vin. Yeah, forget all that shit. But he, I, I'm, I'm just looking at the things that pointed out to me. So now we got Logan Paul in the ring. Okay, can everybody stop now? Can everybody stop with their bullshit, including Conan and Disco on every and everyone over on Keeping It 100? Let me say that publicly. Ben, they literally had uh, Dom Dom's microphone off. It was literally off, bro, during this entire scene. And you're going to sit there and say, oh, no, Vince, it's, it's real heat. They're not piping in crowd noise. Stevie, you are a tech guy. You are an audio guy. They literally had his microphone off, bro. Yeah, that that time I was just like, I can't Come hear on. what he's saying. It's not even because then what the second later when uh, what's his face talk, Logan Paul talked, you can hear it even with the the booze in the background. I would have that to me. That's dangerous because you know you're going to get two to three, maybe sometimes five minutes of that along with the dancing. You could switch over to football very easily yep. and get caught up because the pacing, production, and 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 the excitement of the game, whether you're a fan or not, it that reels you in for the three hours. Yeah. And something this basic, Ben, this freaking basic. Logan Paul invites Samantha Irving into the ring. And freaking Ricochet comes five minutes later. Now, bro, if that's your fiance and you see her stepping through the ropes, are you not out there like freaking Superman? We go another five minutes. What was the guy taking a dump, bro? We go another five minutes before the guy hits the ring. Yeah, it was way too long uh, for sure. But at least uh, he gives a shit about his spouse, unlike Becky or uh, Seth when they're getting the shit kicked out of him. He at least came down uh, too little too late. Stevie, Ben, bro, I don't care what anybody says. We've watched a lot of these shows. We we were alleged, uh, um, uh, uh, what were we, uh, consultants. Concubines. Allegedly. Allegedly. Bro, is... This is getting up there, I think, to one of the biggest ribs in the history of professional wrestling. Nikki Cross. 
Bro, you know Nikki was complaining about not being on TV, not doing anything with my character, said something to the wrong person. So now, Stevie, they fly her to every freaking Raw to just walk around like a zombie and nobody's paying attention. This has to be the biggest ribbon in history, Ben. Yeah, but, but you know what's funny? And that they're not exclusive to doing that. Every wrestling company throughout history has done this. There's some weird thing with wrestling. When you want to participate, when you want to earn your money, when you want to be booked, when you want to give them a return on the investment, somehow you get heat for that and you get punished because right. you want to it's just release her. If yeah. if you have nothing for her and or she goes to college, oh you think you're so smart. You think you can see them saying that. You think you're so great outside, we're gonna make make it to where nobody everybody thinks you're a joke with no credibility. Yeah. I I mean I mean Ben, let me ask you, based on what Stevie said, how has she dodged these cuts? Like like seriously, seriously, you are paying this woman to do nothing. How was she not on the list? She's more, well, I was going to say she's more valuable to you than Dolph Ziggler, but with Dolph Ziggler, we're talking dollars and cents. But how did you, how, how could she have possibly dodged these cuts? I'm not sure, man. And the fact of where we had Shorty G as the valedictorian, she coming off with dual master's degrees could have easily been slotted in there. And I've laid out kind of a creative for her to be uh, a empowered woman. Uh, you know, I don't want to say Hillary Clinton type because then she'd have to be murdering people, but you know, <laughs> something, somebody along those lines that's uh, they, and they could have put Lacey Evans with her with the Rosie, the riveter type, empowered uh you know woman of uh the future so instead she stands there and stares and then jumps down which to me like you said is another punishment thing so now we've had we've talked about what three possible finishes or character choices based on politics and punishment as opposed to playing to the person's strength and doesn't that speak to a larger issue of what's going on in the rank and file backstage of Oh, you're going to do what we tell you to do, no matter how fucking stupid it is as a test. This shit is still going on right now. Like these level of tests for what reason? Yeah. For what reason? Only ben, so you will get fired and not have the, the thing going forward, dude. It's crazy. Then again, bro, you talk about psychology, man. That is so out the freaking window now. So Drew McIntyre is going for the championship against Seth Rollins at the uh, uh, crown jewels. How am I supposed to believe Drew McIntyre can beat Seth Rollins when he can barely beat Sami Zayn? Like this is, bro, you, you know what this is like? I, 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 this, is, this is the scenario I used yesterday. This is like, bro, they're, they're, they're getting King Kong Bundy ready for Hulk Hogan. So the match before they have their their big match, they book King Kong Bundy against uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, and the Brooklyn Brawler goes 50-50 with King Kong Bundy. Like, that's where I'm watching this, and I'm like, bro, Drew is having a hard time beating this dude 170 pounds soaking wet, and I'm supposed to believe he's a threat to Seth Rollins? And that's a problem with their mentality because of how 
over Sammy was with the bloodline that now dictates that he's a top guy and can be pushed, but now he's not in a position where he has any business and should be doing business, but they're not going to work it that way. They're going to work it based off of, Hey, remember when you were over at the top that that sits with you forever. You don't come back down. You get to work me 50, 50. Nope. That's not what facilitates the storyline going forward. You can, you can take a fast loss of a bunch of different ways. And Drew's a stud. So you just duck one, miss something and he catches you out of nowhere. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? As long as we're not working some heel stuff, you just got beat that night. But instead, we do the wrong business based off of being inside the bubble <laughs> instead of making the right choice. Yeah. What do you think about this, Stevie? Well, I was going to be very positive about the fact that Sammy looks like he's getting into better shape. It looks like he's training and it looks like he's eating a little bit better. But then you still have, like you guys said, the physical differences. We talk about it with Xavier Woods and Otis during that tag match, too. This this fifty fifty booking and just just the, the disbelief that you're killing and disconnecting from the fans because there's no way Sammy should be able to even lift Drew up and spin him for the for the blue thunder bomb or do any of the other stuff and then the finish too they, they he missed him by this much I'm yeah, not saying you take did. somebody's head off but yeah, he, yeah it's just it's weak right there and yeah the whole thing with the jump up and the distraction stuff is just creative liberty it's a it's a lazy way to book finishes and i wish they would and then there's the other end of it too where there's there's straight up finishes that should be things that further a storyline but people just get beat so this this should have been one of those times it happened again last night steve i can't remember what segment but they're fighting in the corner ref comes in separates and pushes the one guy back only to get or wallop by the other dude, just like on SmackDown where he's catching punches out of nowhere. You're like, why are you catching my punch, ref? So, uh, again, it, it's selective segment by segment who's enforcing these rules just to, well, we need you for this heat spot. Da, 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 like, <laughs> and, and that's that, that's another freaking joke, bro. Like, I, 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 I'm the one that hates to go backwards, but going back to going back to the woman segment. Bro, they're beating the shit out of all these guys. Like, yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah. The women are shit cannon. Fuck out of really here. Really expect me to freaking believe it's that, bad, bro? Dude. Really? Super bad. Super bad. Yep. God, bro. Not good at all. The, the freaking wrestling bubble, bro. They're such mindless clowns. If like, they were going to do anything that's even like remotely real of how the women would get on top there's only one there's only one move they could do but then you don't do it like call the play girls and they all drop down and everyone gives a low blow and that's how they shit can the guys out you know what i mean to drop security but they're just muscling up turning around shit cannon men out of the ring you know what what i would have done that i think would have been more over tell tell me if i'm wrong as i'm watching this because my here's my first thought Women are beating the the shit out of male security guys. Who who hired security in the first place? Because they need to go. If you're hiring dudes that women are beating up, then they and they were already they were all pretty big indie workers. Those guys, none of them were like little tiny dudes, and they. (laughs) Bro, to get these girls over more. I mean, why not? You know, they start getting physical with these security guards, bro. Bro, why not have these security guards cuff them, bro? Cuff them and 
drag them out of the building. I mean, do something like that. Yeah. But when, I, when I'm a casual fan at home, do you think I really believe these women are beating up men? It's, it's it's so bad, bro. And by so but by the way, the, the, what exposes these girls when you get multiple girls? This fatal five way was named correctly for the pay per view because <laughs> if you notice, even with the camera cuts where they're trying to cover it up, Raquel's waiting for this one to throw the yep. dudes out. Yep. Nia's holding on, waiting for her to throw. Yep. Literally holding on to the guy, yep. waiting for her. Yep. Then she got. I mean, it's just. You see all that, bro. The, yeah, the, the, average, the average Joe sees that. Not mm -hmm. Stevie Richards. The average Joe sees that, bro. But anyway. Uh, well, they got they, they got a lot of the audience back, bro, with uh, Bronson Reed against Tazawa. I'm sure a lot of people tuned off football <laughs> and uh, the seventh game of the uh, championship series to watch that. I will um, give them credit, though. Even though this was booked 50-50 for some strange reason, selling for Tazawa – they gave Bronson Reed a win the week after he put over Gunther, but this was way too competitive for that. And and the way Tazawa's selling with the goofiness makes Bronson Reed look like a goof because it's nothing. Yeah. Well, then they're in the back in the comedy thing in the back. What is it with? I mean, I would, I should be able to answer this with Vince or whoever. Where how do these little things get over? Like Tazawa, you nasty. Where he does a little fucking some little sidestep dances like is that what we spent our whole day on to do that i don't even know if that's a viral dance or something like that on tiktok maybe it is and they're using it but even woods in the follow-up scene was like this is how we talk in the locker room like ribbing the how ridiculous the scene is that we've got to get over the dallas cowboys belt and uh, like this it just seems like some shit we threw together you know what i mean yeah. who's standing yeah. around none of it yeah. none of it really made any sense yeah. Well, then, bro, you got the main event, and, you, like, it was just so obvious you were going to get the spirit of 76 and the, the <laughs> whole freaking nine yard. The, the only good thing about this, bro, is the, the, the last match has been going, like, 30 minutes. This one was about 20 minutes. That was the only good thing. Can I, can I ask your uh, opinion on, on editing the front to back? Because obviously we're trying to do Spirit of 76 and close with the heat on Cody's ankle, even though he comes down and they should have, he should have got a little back on him. Then they should have got him again and left him laying, fucked his ankle up even harder. Instead, he gets retribution all in one night almost. Yeah. But the opening with the talking and the face off till we get to it and they do it. Can't, let's get rid of all that and start with the action. Yeah. They got him down and back. Yep. They put the chair on him. Bang, yep. bong, boom. That's how you start the show. Not three minutes of running your fucking mouth and doing your entrances to try and get over to get that shit over. You need to start hot yep. with an inciting incident. You don't start a movie with a monologue. Okay, yeah. and then come back and do it. What do you think about that? To I mean, it's not like they would have reshaped this show, but that whole bro, they'll, they'll they'll never do that, bro, because the way they're sitting and they're looking at this three hour show, Ben is we need to eat time. Yeah, that's that's how they're laying out this show, bro. I swear to God, I, bro. It, it used to be when I when I would write these shows, bro, it would be agonizing for me. You know why, Ben? I had to cut. 
I had to cut. I knew I was writing yeah. too much. Now it's like, ah, oh, what do you take out? Bro, they're just writing this show to eat freaking time. Bro. And they're giving four or five extra minutes to Sammy's match, and that shouldn't have had it, and then neither should have uh, Indy Hartwell versus the man who's your former champion should have beat the developmental girl about four minutes earlier. So now – Instead of like a whole nother segment or two that we have to write, we're just slapping extra shit on these ones and it it brings them down. Recaps what happened five minutes ago. We got Tinkas to Evers to Chance in the back. Like, give me a freaking break. I swear to God, man, seriously, like 10 years from now, is anybody going to remember any of these people? Like, I'm seriously, bro. Just by whatever, bro. Whatever. There, there's, there's still Ari, Triple H, Vince, whoever the frig. They're still phoning it in. These shows are the absolute shits. There's nothing being changed. There's nothing, uh, being. There's nothing that's better. It's just the same old, same old bullshit. Yeah, I would yeah, say it was worse this week. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, you look at it, why would they change anything? They just keep getting more and more money with each passing year, with each passing. And then they just, all they do now, oh, SmackDown will go to USA and then Raw will go to something else. And they can rework in a carny fashion the new executive marks for TV networks. Yep. And then they can look for more positive solutions, give it four years, and then we grift to the next one and yep. you don't even have i'll go off my little tangent but if there was a company really running it like a real company and having credibility and building doing what ufc does pro wrestling better than pro wrestling if AEW would get out of their own way they could probably be competition but it's way way too late for that right now yeah if ufc does it better than wrestling then why aren't they using that at wrestling right now and using their power to change it for what it should be because vince always wanted to be something other than a wrestling promoter vince russo could talk about that he wants to be a movie studio owner he wants to be a football league owner he he when he got to where he needed to be with wrestling he still wanted to be accepted into the mainstream billionaire class they still look at him as a carny not as a true billionaire I swear, Stevie, when you say that, uh, I don't know if I ever told you guys this story, but, bro, there was a time when we were so hot, everybody was coming in and pitching to us. Everybody wanted to be in bed with us. I remember um, that very, very famous guy, bro. I I just saw him the other day, but, um, bro, freaking Springer's producer we we met with. They all wanted to do something with us, right, bro? So Vince bid on this one idea, and it's me, Vince, Kevin Dunn, and I think Chris Chambers. You know Chris, right, Steve? He was a, he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like Kevin's right-hand man. So we're, we're sitting around, and we're going through all these pitches, Ben, right? So here's the one pitch that Vince is high on that goes right back to Stevie's. He didn't want to be in the rest of the business. Bro, he, Vince wanted to do a talking head show where it was him commenting on the daily events of the news. Okay, so literally Vince's Ted Koppel. That was the show. 
and him and Kevin Dunn, and they're sitting there getting so excited. And I'm sitting there, bro, with like just looking at these guys like they're out of mind. And, bro, I there was literally something wrong with me because when I look back now, I said so many things I should have never, ever said <laughs> that I probably wouldn't say today. But back then it was like knee-jerk reaction. And, bro, they're going back and forth, and I just blurted out. I said, Vince, nobody's going to give a shit what your views are on the world. Bro, his free, I mean, he turned like, he, bro, he would have fired me so many times if he could have afforded to, but he knew he couldn't afford to. But it's exactly what you were saying, Stevie. He was trying to find every way to get out of the wrestling business. Well, the young writer just entered the room, and I believe Master Shoot Theater that Vince, <laughs> Vince is going to comment on all the. He's going to run his own little, just like Jay Jonah Jameson from uh, the Spider Man movies. He's going to now have his own Daily Bugle oh, talk no. show. Oh my yes. god! Oh, he's he's going to take a little bit from Alex Jones, a little bit from Tucker Carlson, yes. and a whole lot, a whole lot of misinformation <laughs> oh, i'll never forget that all right uh, let's scrums what is going on man with horseshoe genetics the new dispensary bro yeah. media give give it to me all bro it's crazy i've got to upload the labels for spider mite crusher from horseshoegenetics.com it'll be uh our all organic pesticide to get rid of spider mites off your cannabis plants plus i got about I think 15 new uh, autoflower seed strains I have to add to the website too because uh, it was harvest season. So uh, you can do your autos indoors and within uh, probably 90 days have a nice plant uh, ready to go. So uh, plenty to do on the horseshoe genetics side. Uh, on the Ravens joint dispensary side, uh, we got our lease in and we're waiting to do some closure on that. So things keep moving along in the cannabis constantly in that space while I'm trying to hold it down at Hameen media group. But it was a great day in the Monday locker room. Uh, Rick, Rick Vickery uh, rejoined us, man, after he had a big summer at the racetrack where he works. So it was good to have him back on the show yesterday. And, uh, and you know, just uh, thanks for guys for subscribing, doing all the watch alongs and everything we got going on in the Hameen media group side here at channelattitude.com. Stevie, what about you? What is the uh, latest video on Stevie Richards wrestling on YouTube? Well, I'm thinking actually about getting my real estate license again and going helping rock and Oprah over in Hawaii because there's a lot of land available and God forbid they're going to, they're not going to, uh, well, I stroked out there. I deserve what I get for making fun of the rock now. <laughs> now it's the Richards wrestling analysis. We're about to hit 86,000 subscribers. Nice. We just uploaded the, it slowed down quite a bit. Wrestling fans after a while, if it's not new, they kind of uh, drift off, but. Uh, the Goldberg Undertaker match from Saudi Arabia is the newest What Went Ooh. Wrong video. It's not what people think. I don't really blame anybody, but I talk about when you get in your 40s and 50s as a wrestler, it's going to be hard not only to be in the ring, but train properly without getting mm. injured before you even have the match. And then if you don't train enough, you'll be, I mean, it's really a very thin mm. line. And as you get older, it becomes more and more difficult. But at the end, I said, Hey, but if they paid me a few million dollars, even with a non-fused spine, I'm flying to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> You're in a legacy. Didn't, didn't Goldberg get concussed in that match? Before he even left the locker room. Yeah. He headbutted the wall or the door. As a matter of fact, I, I didn't say this in the video, but here's a, here's a funny story. 
we used to watch Tommy Dreamer, my step, used to watch Goldberg headbutt soda machines in every house show on TV. So when he would do that, we would go over and give CPR to the soda machine <laughs> out the mouth or, or get smelling salts for the or call over the, the paramedics. And he would get so mad at us for that. Uh, Usually before a match, I would have more than where he would kill me. Yeah. How can you, how can you get to that level of legendary legacy and top paydays and do Mark shit like that in the locker room still? How does that even happen? Football. He never escaped the football. He's a mark for football, I guess, because a lot of football players commented, on that video and said you just can't that's why so many football players are still getting concussions and leading with their head and targeting they just it's the way they were taught to to physically do anything that's my guess but that's what they told me to make it that far through multiple decades in the wrestling locker room and nobody went stop doing that you fucking mark well, I figured giving CPR <laughs> you know. to the soda machine would be yeah, that was yeah, yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. he still does it. Still like, yeah. just, what the fuck? So Stevie Richards Fitness, if you want to see the newest video going up later this week where I injure my back moving a treadmill and curse it and almost pull a gun on it, you can you can watch that. <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> that's coming up soon. Also, patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards. Uh, ben, what do we have? What hot topics we have over on Master Street Theater? What are we looking at today? Oh, there's oh. nothing really stopped in. There's nothing going on. Nothing. It's, going it's, on. it's all quiet on the Western front. <laughs> all quiet on the Gaza Strip. Yeah, all quiet. Yeah, hostage, hostage, release, hostage releases, you know, uh, uh, not back in Israel. Uh, pretty much uh, Hezbollah warnings that they've crossed into America already. Is, is when's the next uh, cell going to be greenlit around here? Like, what does the future look like of uh, fear and loathing and constant terror and problem reaction solution? And why are they made? Why have they made it that way? You know? So uh, I was watching somebody, uh, not world health organization, but, um, uh, but it, it was all about the, you will own nothing and like it. And we are going to forum. Yeah. World economic forum. And we're going to break down uh, the fact that, there won't be free speech that begin when the pandemic happens that the countries will have one narrative to push. And like, I'm just going, the, these old crazy fuckers are saying this out loud, dude. It's like hunting season's open. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if they're going to push that shit, like the, well, the second dude, the Klaus, Schaub, Klaus Schwab wrote that book years ago. The minute that book got published, it should have been like, oh, we got to be proactive with this yeah. dude and get him. I can't wait. And I know it's coming when the war finally hits and the whole terrorist attacks and everything for Biden to say, it would be so much easier if you were all vaccinated. It would be super <laughs> easy. I, I mean, a hurry. He said it during a hurricane. Dude, I mean, how hard is it to hang these people up by their feet and hit them with the baseball bats like they're a pinata? Like these are old people at these organizations saying these things open in panels and laying out the names of the doctors and whatnot who've been put in, in, in charge of these pro and oh and Dr. Mengele, he's gonna be doing some great stuff for you here as well. Yeah. And like, I'm a twin, don't yeah, say that. I'm yeah, a twin. Yeah, he's coming Dr. for me. We've got Dr. Kavorkian over here to run all of our health uh, you know, and wellness. Like you <laughs> you're done here. It's time for you to be thrown over the edge of the Niagara Falls. <laughs> See we'll, talk, well, we will talk about that in detail over at Massachusetts Theater. We know uh a uh, young writer has told us that uh, Vince is going. I, I guess. I guess what we're talking about is Vince is going to become a journalist. Yeah, oh. he is. He sees how these scrums go so well, and he says, yeah. "I want to be. I want a piece of that." Part of that. Yeah. 
<laughs> which should be a lot of fun. Guys, go over to Master Shoot Theater, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Remember to watch Ben and Stevie's SmackDown review right here for myself, The Rock Reality, Maui Office Grand Opening, and Little Scrums. We'll see you over at Master Shoot Theater. <laughs>